0: Now i Isaac. Yeah, Jack. You had diarrhea. Well, (laughs) I did. Just now. (laughs) About about twenty minutes ago, I did. I had diarrhea. Why? Well, it. I only ate one thing today, and that was with you. Was it the Brussels sprout sandwich? It was.
1: <laughs> do, what, do you think that maybe what gave you diarrhea was the cheese and Brussels sprout sandwich that we had today? Or I think that the, you had
0: the likelihood is high. We went to a food high. cart today called Jojo's in Portland, Oregon, yeah. in southeast Portland. Mm-hmm. And um uh I got a Brussels sprout patty melt. Yeah. And uh, And that
1: gave you diarrhea?
0: <laughs>
1: it gave me
0: Yeah, it gave me some diarrhea. Yeah,
1: like your poop was liquid. <laughs>
0: Like, it hurt coming out, and it was, like, brown.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm following.
0: It was, br- it was brown. Yeah. You're right. With chunks of, of what looked like green Brussels sprouts. Pro- probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they wouldn't have had time to digest. Completely. Welcome to
0: another episode of Muppet Up. I'd like to introduce my co-host, who's sitting across from me. Mm-hmm. He is a great man. Thank you. Um, You might know him from such musical acts as Pigtails, uh, Jack Hawbaker's Celebrity Telephone, Uh, You also might know him from having a comic book strip in the magazine Honky Tonk Times. That's true. Uh, You might have seen him as a little boy walking around Comic-Con in San Diego, uh, California. You also might have seen him playing uh, rhythm guitar in the... Iconic band Lavender Country up at somewhere in the Pacific Northwest or maybe Texas. That's true. And uh, he's a great uh, inspiration to us all. Uh, everybody listening, please welcome in Jack Hobager.
1: Thank you. It's
0: a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, let's get things moving today. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So, what are we doing today, Jack?
1: Well, um, are we done with? Uh, we're done with you having diarrhea.
0: Oh, I think I'm done. Okay. Well, it was yeah. I'm done. Okay, I'm done with me having diarrhea. So I feel like that was and then, of, that uh, was and like
1: your introduction, really. Oh,
0: you may know <laughs> this guy as having you diarrhea might, 20 minutes if ago. If you were
1: our neighbors, you might know this guy from <laughs> grunting yeah. 20 minutes ago. Isaac
0: Beach. Thank you. Excited to be here.
1: Um, Jack, what are we doing today? We are doing two different things. Sure are. The first thing we're doing. Yeah. Is we are breaking down. Each of our top ten lists of the best songs featured in Muppet movies.
0: Yes, the best Muppet musical numbers. Muppet movie musical numbers. Specifically for the movies. Yes. Yes. What's Um, the other thing we're doing?
1: The thing that we are doing after that is we are talking about the Roger Miller episode of season four.
0: Maybe three. I think it's three. Actually, it's three. Three? Yeah.
1: Season three of The Muppet Show. Yes. Yes, uh, we are. We will be talking about that.
0: We'll uh, be having we a lot of fun along the way. Yes. But, I mean, I don't need to talk about my diarrhea anymore. I don't either. I don't need to talk about the things that you do anymore. No. Um, I think that we can just jump right in, and we yes. can start with our definitive top ten Muppet movie musical number lists. This is a list
1: limited to the main muppet
0: theatrically released
1: movies yeah so we're I talking about the big ones we're and i don't talking think about that if
0: we were to do this list and and be like okay we'll mm-hmm. bring in the other ones it no, would not, not going to make the cut it would
1: not be any different but just so just for clarity and we're not talking about the musical numbers of uh the labyrinth or uh no the crystal <laughs>
0: I didn't even think of the labyrinth so like for the, this. The,
1: sketsky, the Skeksis fox, songs. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: well, that would definitely, that probably be mm-hmm. like number three for or me. Like, um, or like the songs in Muppets Haunted Mansion. Yeah. That's not going to be on
1: that's here. That won't be here. Sorry. No. Sorry
0: no. to all you uh, Haunted Mansion heads out there.
1: Yeah, not those.
0: Okay, so I think we should do this where we go back and forth. 10-10. Ten, 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 nine, nine, nine. 9 Yes, that's what do I was Do you want to start?
1: I would start. You can start. I'll start. My number 10 best Muppet song yeah. is Life's a Happy Song wow. from The Muppets. Yes. 2011. Yeah, great song. When there's someone by your side to sing along. Yeah. It's very catchy. Yeah. It's a wonderful
0: opener. It is the opening number of the, of the movie, yes. And uh, it's, a, it's a classic. I love that song. Modern classic. Absolutely. Great song. Great choice. Thank you. Uh, I'm going a a little bit of a different direction with my number 10. Okay. I'm going with my favorite song from Muppet Treasure Island, a song that I don't think I gave uh, its due credit when we did the episode, but it is Professional Pirate. Professional Pirate is a great song and the song that has stuck with me the most from Muppet Treasure Island. It is very catchy, Mm. has a great... A uh, little story happening in it, and um, everything around it visually is super fun. And I think that is my favorite song from Muppet Treasure Island. All right, and my number ten best Muppet song of all time. Interesting, but I respect it. Why is that interesting?
1: It's interesting to me because I also have a Treasure Island song on my list, yeah. and it is not that song.
0: Yeah, I'm
1: I'm expecting
0: some differences. Oh, I'm sure there will be. What's yes. your number nine? My number nine is
1: together again from Muppet take Muppets take Manhattan.
0: My number nine is together again from Muppet's take oh, Manhattan.
1: maybe not so many differences as okay. we might have thought uh, we're together similar. again
0: great show tune yes. number that's a part of Manhattan memories. so I believe mm. it's the opening number of the movie yeah uh I love that song that is one uh that has also stuck with me and and gets in my head together again you know that, that's a great one that really uh. Is a is a perfect number to start off Muppets Take Manhattan because it's like a Broadway song.
1: Yeah, and they're together again.
0: To do another movie. To do another movie. Okay,
1: same nine. Same interesting. Nine. Very interesting. Let's hit hit me with number eight. My number eight. Man or Muppet from the Muppets again. Two thousand eleven. Yeah. yeah. That movie, good music. They realize yeah. that it is important to have good music in the Muppet movies. They sure did. And buddy. they have not really stuck uh, with that in N- subsequent specials.
0: No, I don't have any songs from Muppets, Muppets Most, Most, Wanted. Most Wanted. Me neither.
1: I thought about Thank You, Muppets, No More Questions.
0: That's a great song. But I did not put it in here. It would be in my 15, I'm sure. Sure, maybe. But I think they hit the home run they were looking for yes. when they created the music for Muppets. 2011. Yes. My number eight is from The Great Muppet Caper. It's Happiness Hotel. Great. Great upbeat song. Great song. That explains the in and ins and outs of mm-hmm. this important location of the movie. I love that old bastard. <laughs> that He's little old great. guy. I love him. He's love so voice. funny. A uh, lot of great uh, uh, lyrics. Very humorous. Great song. Yes. Love that song. It is my number eight.
1: All right. My number seven? Yeah. Cabin Fever. From up at Treasure Island.
0: Yeah. I, I, knew, I knew that was going to be your, your I love Treasure Cabin Fever.
1: I think that's a great song, um, and it's at a great point in the movie. I think that whole sequence is hilarious, and it yeah. gets in my head all the time. I, I like how cabin it's... Cabin Fever. Yeah.
0: Through my brain. I like that yeah. it changes uh, locations, and it has a new set, and they're doing the whole... Uh, they've got new costumes. Com- Congo thing.
1: It's delightful. Cabin Fever.
0: Number we We're on number seven? Yeah. My number seven... Was something you said already, I believe. Hmm. Wait, maybe you didn't. I don't remember. Man or Muppet. Did you say that? I did. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That was my number eight. Classic, classic song.
1: Wonderful appearance by Jim Parsons. I think there's
0: great visual gags in that mm-hmm. song, which oh, in that part of the movie mm-hmm. with the song that only heightens the lyrics. Uh and it ties into the central theme of the movie. And it is a movie about finding yourself and following your your calling, as mm-hmm. Walter does realizing he is a man, and as Jason Siegel's character does when he realizes Oh wait, no, Walter realizes he's a Muppet. Yeah, there you Jason go. Jason Siegel realizes that he is a man and he right. has to go do his manly duties. Well, mm-hmm. Walter has to, you know, whistle on stage. Do his Muppetly duties. And great very memorable lines, great song. Awesome. Muppet of a man. Number six.
1: My number six is I Hope That Something Better Comes Along from The Muppet Movie, which is uh, pretty much entirely just a piano number. Rolf and and Kermit. Yes. Uh, and I feel like it's a, it's a delightful moment in the film. Yes. And it is a classic song and a song that I would love regardless of its associations with The Muppets.
0: I will be touching on that song in a little bit, uh-huh. and I have some things to add to that. I'm okay. gonna hold back. Okay, love that song. It's my number six. You'll see it on my list. My number mm-hmm. six: Scrooge, the opening number of Muppets Christmas Carol. Uh, I can't think of it. Uh, it there like? goes Mister Humbug. There goes Mister Then. Yeah, da yeah, da okay, da okay. Da. Yeah, yeah, I really like that song, mm-hmm. and we I hadn't watched Muppet Christmas Carol, Carol mm-hmm. for years before we watched it this season. Yeah, and. It is a song that I knew a lot of the words to. I remembered the melody, and I had thought of the melody in between the times of watching the movie, and I think about it still. I think it's a great description of Scrooge, and it really draws you into the world because it's upbeat and funny, but it's describing this very grim, dark man, but you know they balance that really well. I love that song. Incredible song. That's my number six. Give me your number five, Jack.
1: My number five, Rainbow Connection.
0: My number five, Rainbow Connection. Great place let's, for it to be. Let's talk about it, baby.
1: It is a classic song. It is probably the most recognized it is definitely, definitely the most, the most Muppet famous Muppet song. movie song. And for good reason. For great reason. It's been covered many times by many well-respected artists.
0: Absolutely. Paul Williams. Great track. Great track. He wanted to write his own version of Jiminy Cricket's um When You Wish Upon a Star as an opening mm-hmm. number, which is so brilliant because both songs are Good. just broad enough yeah. to reach a wide audience. Yes. But then also it ties in perfectly to this kind of very specific world. Yes. Um and I love the banjo and I love the orchestral instrumentation, instrumentation yes. with that. Has there ever been banjo and, and uh a symphony matched in song before? Probably. But I can't, can't, I, can't I can't think of, of it. One. Yeah. Um,
1: This is the best example. I love this song. This is a beautiful song. It is not as high on my list as I think it would be on others, or maybe it would be something that someone would have thought of. It would be my number one Uh, because there's just so much great stuff. And there's so much to love, and a lot of what I love about the Muppets is their energy. Yeah. And since that is a little bit of a yes. syrupy number, yes, it doesn't quite scratch that itch. So the remaining, my re- remaining top four are all much more upbeat songs, which yes. is what I tend to prefer. But it is undeniable that Rainbow Connection is
0: an amazing song. I think Rainbow Connection is a bit overplayed. Yeah. I think
1: maybe not its fault, but it's it's not true. its
0: fault. Um. But because, yeah, my taste is a little different than Rainbow Connection, Mm -hmm. um, it has to be right in the middle.
1: It deserves that number five spot.
0: But it is a gorgeous song. Yes. And I love it. Yes. Number four, Jack. Hey, a movie. Wow. Hey, a movie. From Great Muppet Caper. Great. Hey, a movie. Also a great opener. Openers have played an important role in they my ha- life. They have to be They have to be catchy. maybe the best song. They have to hook you in. Absolutely. And
1: that song absolutely hooks me in. Great opening sequence, but
0: uh, matched perfectly with a beautiful song. Yeah. And I, I just love that opening scene. Yes. And the song too. fits perfectly with it. That's my number four. My number four is I Hope That Something Better Comes Along.
1: That was my number six.
0: This is a duet between Kerman and Rolf. Mm-hmm. both Jim Henson. So yes. he's duetting with himself, which I think Beautiful. is awesome. Yes, And it's great bar piano music. Mm-hmm. It picks Kermit up at his lowest point in the movie. Yes. And it has super humorous lyrics, but it also is serious and mature at the same time. Yes. And it is just this perfect balance of what the Muppets should be. Yeah. The lyrics are so funny and creative. I watched the extended version of... I watched that today. Did you watch when Rolf hits the Casio piano and the there's like a he puts a samba beat on it? Wait, maybe I didn't watch that then. Yeah. Maybe that. Yeah. He puts that didn't a work he it's the extended version and like 2 minutes in, he mm. reaches over, hits a Casio keyboard and then a samba tech uh, an electronic samba beat starts playing.
1: Huh, maybe I stopped listening before I yeah. got there. Yeah.
0: It's hilarious and that's, that's not great. in the movie. No. And it is so funny and just I don't know, adds to the to the joke of it all. And it's just great. I love Rolf. I love his voice. He's my favorite singing Muppet. Yes. And I love that Jim sings both as Kermit and as Rolf. Great song. Number four. Number three, Jack Hit It.
1: My number three, Happiness Hotel. Wow. I love Happiness Hotel. Wow. That song I loved when I was a kid. I still love it today. Happiness Hotel, fantastic track. What more can we say? Also, a great sequence in the movie. I feel like it's hard to pick a song that is good if the sequence in the movie is like not that memorable. But uh, yeah. all of these choices, I can very clearly see what's going on in the movies as they uh, as the I'm listening to that in my brain. Yeah, when I, when I'm playing it, I said just stand
0: up and get a tissue. Yeah, you excuse me. That's okay, That's I okay. blew my nose. That's fine. Oh, COVID update. I don't have it.
1: Yep, still no COVID.
0: Yeah, Lenny's doing okay. Family's doing okay, but I don't have it. You don't have it, so we're here this week. We're back. We said if I would get it, we would take a few weeks off. I didn't get it, so here we are. That's true.
1: So, Happiness Hotel is my number three.
0: My number three was uh, maybe your number ten. Life's a happy song. Wow, that's very high up there. <laughs> I <laughs> f- love. Didn't this you listen song.
1: to that on your iPod a lot? When yeah. You were right so kid? that's the
0: only Muppet song that, when I was a kid, I would return to. I would listen mm-hmm. to it. It's so good and catchy and so funny. Yeah. I love that it's God song. It it's so. Great. It's like. It feels fresh, but also super Muppety, which uh-huh. is exactly what that movie needed to be. That's true. And, That's true. I mean, I know every word. I love it. I, I will listen to it on my own time. I would when I was a kid. For some reason, I, I think I bought the CD of the soundtrack and ripped that and put it on my iPod. Yeah. I love Life's a Happy Song. I think it's a great moment of the movie. Mm-hmm. Perfect opening number. And my favorite opening number, if I'm looking at the list. Wow. More that's than Rainbow Connection. More than three. Hey, A Movie. Okay. It's a bold I'll take, give it but... i to you. I mean, uh, I'm standing behind respect. Respect.
1: it. Not my choice, but respect. Yeah, whatever. That's your number three?
0: Yeah. I'm okay.
1: My number two. Can you picture that? Nice. Muppet movie.
0: Wow. I think... Okay. Interesting. That
1: was nearly my number one. I really love that song. And I believe that's my first Electric Mayhem song on this list. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, well, they don't do a lot more than I mean. They do. Well, there's the song. There's they do one in in um.
0: They're not as memorable. Manhattan. They're not. Yeah. They're this is yeah. Um. But
1: yes. Uh. Can you picture that great song? Another one that you know, regardless of its connection to the Muppets, I love it. Very catchy. Great drums. High energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Can you picture that? That's Hammer your number two. two. Yes. My number two, moving right along. Yes. That doesn't surprise me. Obviously, one of the greats. I hear it every single week. Yes. And I'm not tired of it. No. It's a perfect road trip song. Yes. I have put this on when I'm starting a road trip, and it just gets me in the right it's mindset perfect. to be on the road for hours and hours. Yes. It's fun. It's upbeat. It's catchy. It's got really clever lyrics. Also, paired beautifully with the visuals in the movie. But the song alone...
1: It's more like it's bared beautifully. Because, wow. Because uh, Fozzie Bear
0: Fo- sing, um, uh,
1: sings on that song, and he's in it.
0: Great song, Moving Right Along. Love it. That's my number two. What's your number one? My number one is Moving Right Along. My number one is Can You Picture That?
1: Yep, that makes sense. We're switched. Those two are real neck and neck
0: for me. What do you love about Moving Right Along?
1: Everything that you just said, I agree with. I think Moving Right Along is a quintessential Muppet song because it has energy, it has humor. It uh, really, I mean, that sequence is like such a, like it moves the plot forward so much. So that's yeah. also really important for a Muppet movie. If there's a number that sort of stalls the momentum of the movie, which happens from time to time, it's definitely not making it into my top 10. So this is a triple threat in Absolutely. that regard and uh sung beautifully by the two best muppets that's not true but the two you know best I, that's, Well, not necessarily two great muppets but two great muppets and two main characters yes. and and they really they own it
0: they and do they own
1: the screen <laughs> and they know it
0: they Move, know they're bad moving right along was my number 1 until mm-hmm. i remembered can you picture can that can you picture that
1: which what do you love about can you picture to that? me
0: it is the ultimate muppet song it rocks so f- hard it does. It has, like you said, great drums. Yeah, and is a, just a perfect early seventies rock and roll number. And great. I think, hot take. I think Doctor Teeth is as good of a frontman as Mick Jagger, as Paul Stanley. I think he's as good <laughs> as a frontman uh-huh. as the greats. Uh huh. And it perfectly replicates the dr John type music yes the Leon Russell stuff yes. that we love Dr Hook absolutely yeah um and you also get Floyd and Janice singing on it which I think yeah. is super fun I do love that and that saxophone yeah. is so god dirty dude yeah that's good it's beautiful I kind
1: of want to listen to can
0: you picture that now you want to j- shut let's I just play let's, it?
1: let's let's hear it all right I'll and play let's it. and and we'll we'll it, we'll do like a like a
0: Jack's tracks This is Can You Picture That by Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Yes.
1: Oh, wow. Like, what can we do to help them? Well, if this were the movies, which it is,
0: we'd think of a clever plot device. Like disguising their car so they won't be recognized. Right. Two, three, four. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. And it's funny that it's they're like, what are we gonna do? Oh we'll paint the car, and exactly. then they just sing a different song and it's you see them painting the car, but it doesn't matter. They wrote a song that's awesome. i I focus on something I can Can you Can you Oh yeah! Love that organ.
1: Everything instrumentally in the their song is perfe- the caption
0: yeah. gotcha now. Really nothing to it. Anyone can do it. It's easy and we all know how. Now begins a changing, mental rearranging. Nothing's really where. I
1: wish Floyd would sing more. What? I wish Floyd would sing more. He's got a lovely voice.
0: Yeah. I don't need Janice to sing more than now she's fine. Up and come up. Can you picture that? Can you baggy ass? All of us are winning, picking and a trimming, Lord of the love to jam. Jelly belly giggling, dancing and a wiglin. Jerry belly giggling I I is, I is a great text, nor northern life affects. I keep it underneath my hat. Can you picture that? Can you picture that? Can you picture? You gotta see it in your mind. Can you picture? It's quick and easy to find. Can you picture? You don't have to buy a frame. yes
1: great thing about that song which is also what i love about a lot of 70s rock music is that it takes a lot of cues from solo r&b and funk absolutely mixes it with honky tonk piano yeah and uh-oh <laughs> oh my God. uh-oh i might have clockitis <laughs> which we'll talk about later Uh, we'll come back to that
0: yeah we'll come back to that
1: um Uh. (laughs) that there's such such a funkiness
0: to it very funky song
1: while still still having such a rootsy vibe also absolutely and that's i mean like you said we got we got elements of the Stones in here. Yeah, we've got elements of Leon Russell in here. Doctor John. Yeah. Doctor Hook in the Medicine Show, of Absolutely. course. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a little bit of, um, oh, who am I thinking of? Alan Toussaint in there. Okay. Uh, wow. We've got some beautiful. Um, I mean, you could even argue a little James Brown.
0: You definitely could. One with the with the the growl in the beginning. Wow! Yeah. Like the di-
1: the dynamics of the drums.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the and the saxophone.
1: And of course, the saxophone. Because of that, 10 out of 10 song. Easily could have been my number 1. Yeah. But it was my respectable one. number 2.
0: Yeah, but
1: it was your number 1. Good list, Jack. Good list, Isaac. It, we were similar. Did how many of them like did I have any on mine that weren't on yours? I'm sure because you had Scrooge on Scrooge on yours and, and you I you had
0: um Did you you didn't have Cabin Fever? And I didn't have Hey, A Movie. You didn't have Hey,
1: A Movie, yeah.
0: That one didn't really stick with me. Did you have Happiness Hotel? Yeah, it was my number three. Oh, you didn't have Professional Pirate? No. Did you have Together Again? Yes, you did. Yes. And uh, So Scrooge and Professional Pirate are the two that I had that you didn't.
1: And Cabin Fever and Hey, A Movie.
0: Yeah. Okay, I see. Well,
1: Well, great list.
0: Great list for you and great list for me. And Let
1: me a- know what your list would be, listener. If you, if you have, have ten <laughs> on your list, yeah. I'd love to hear what they are. Think about it. If there's one that we left off that you think that uh, is a crime, email it to me. Comment it on
0: Instagram. Um, tweet it. Tweet it at us. Call I'm not us. gonna say my email, but you can guess it because, come on, it's pretty. It's pretty, it's pretty obvious. obvious. Um, I use Gmail. I'll give you that as a hint. <laughs> You
1: can also email me. Yeah. The challenge there will be yeah. spelling my last name. Well, it's spelled all over. That seems to not help people. <laughs> That's
0: true. You'd think that'd help. That's
1: true. It doesn't.
0: The amount of to- of times I've heard you say B as in boy. Yes. When describing your name and yes. spelling it out. Mm-hmm. I-, I couldn't tell you how many. It's been thousands. It's a lot of times. You're like H as in happy. Mm-hmm. A as in apricot. Yeah. B as in boy. (laughs) B as in boy.
1: No, dude, there's not two Bs. H A
0: B E G G E R.
1: (laughs) Yes. God damn
0: it. H A B E G G E R.
1: H A B E G G E R. -R. That's how (laughs) I space it. H A B (laughs) together, E on its own, G G together, E R. H A B E G G E R. (laughs) That's how I always do it. Not A R. That looks bad. If I'll you look R. if you look at it, it and that look looks bad. weird, I mean, of course it's going to look weird. It's Hobbaker. Well, it but, always looks um, weird. Did, also, do you know that there is another Jack Hobbaker that is 22? What? And lives in, uh, I believe, Fishers, Indiana. And Whoa. is a uh,
0: football fan. Have you ever and talked?
1: Tw- no, but he tweets about uh, football.
0: My dad has a whole Facebook group for mm-hmm. everyone named David Beach. That's pretty funny because he often gets like their emails, yeah, or their mail, like things get mixed up, yeah. And so, I think they all communicate,
1: yeah. I don't communicate with the other Jack Hobbiger.
0: I like to think he knows about me
1: because when you search your name, yeah, it's mostly me, if we're being honest. Yeah, you're a little bit more famous, than uh, the other a Nick little Hobbager. bit more famous than him. I'd like to think, yeah, uh, he may not see it that way. Uh, maybe the football and basketball, um, Twitter communities
0: he's involved in i'm gonna google me right now okay and i'm gonna see what comes up okay this is live yeah yeah you're doing doing it right now i'm watching you do it okay so this is what always has happened Uh uh-huh it's a picture of a beach it's pictures of beautiful beaches yeah (laughs) gorgeous so i guess there's a port isaac and there's isaac cornwall might be a location and there's isaac bay um so you should change your name to isaac bay (laughs) I've been called that once or twice. Um so all of page 1 is is uh Look up
1: Isaac Beach guy.
0: Isaac Beach guy. Okay. And I'm on images. Now it's just na- guys named Isaac on a beach. And <laughs> and you're not going to find me there. There's uh-huh. a photo of Oscar Isaacs and Jake Gyllenhaal next to each other. Uh-huh. Um, so nothing Okay, there. look up Isaac Edwards Beach. Okay, so everyone out there, my middle name is Edwards. You won't find that in my email, but that is uh, true. Isaac Edwards Beach. There's a man here named Isaac Edwards. Uh, is he on a beach? No, he looks like he is in his bedroom. Oh. No <laughs> images of me here. Uh-huh. If I look up Jack Haubeger, which I have done, uh-huh. you find images it's of you. P-
1: most, it's almost the whole first page. This is me as, like,
0: 14. Yeah. Yeah, nothing here for Isaac Edwards Beach. Try Isaac Beach Portland. Okay. I think this is good radio. I think this is great radio. What's more podcasting? Isaac Beach Portland. LinkedIn. Recent graduate of the Evergreen State College. There you are. Okay, that's me. So I am the first thing that comes up when you look up Isaac Beach Portland. we go to images, it's more beaches, but that's okay. (laughs) That is just fine. I'm going to Google Jack Hawbeger. Okay. The first image is not of you; it is of a basketball fan. Um, that's the
1: other Jack Hobegger.
0: He looks thirteen. Well, I don't think that's been updated in a while. He photoshopped his own head onto the photo of some sort of Wisconsin basketball. So player.
1: he seems cool, right? <laughs> like we should get him on the podcast. Okay, but
0: then you click on that.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> I would love to get him on the podcast if there was a way to yeah. get the other Jack Hobegger. The I'm sure only other Jack Hobegger in the
0: world on this podcast I would be very pleased. So all of the other stuff here you click on this photo of the other Jack Hawbegger but underneath is a photo of Tim Howe. Really? <laughs> yep. Immediately underneath. Of a purity a photo wing. Of Tim Tim Howe. Come take a I'm look coming at coming
1: over. I'm bringing my mic over. <laughs> we got Tim Howe here this.
0: then we got a guy holding up your that comic is, book. That is Tim. Howe. That's Tim Howe from <laughs> kellysolympian.com. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, and then we got some posters. And then the second image, when you look up Jack Hobeger, is of me too. You're
1: also in there, yes. And
0: I'm in this as well.
1: That's the Spanish ballroom. No, oh, that's lovely. Page. Oh, maybe we should. Go- that's Addison. That's Addison. That's hilarious. Well, there's there's my um EP tape cover.
0: Yeah, maybe we could plug all this right now. We we're playing shows.
1: We are playing shows in July. We're playing a series of shows and sort of in a tour situation. Two of them with uh, Lavender Country and two of them with the Mona Reels. Oh, and yeah. uh, we're playing in Astoria as well. So if you're in the uh, Northwest area, look out for uh, tour dates from Jack Hobbagger Celebrity Telethon. Yeah. Oh, look, the, the suggestions are, uh, when you look up Jack This su- the, the suggested searches or additional searches include Lavender Country, Poem,
0: Music, and Poetry. <laughs> Let's look at Poem. I know why that is. Oh, because you're... A published poet when you were fourteen. That's true. Look at you! Pretty I encourage everyone out there <laughs> to Google Jack Habeger and look at the adorable photos of him.
1: I have a pretty big electronic <laughs> footprint here, don't I? It's <laughs> pretty
0: crazy, huh? <laughs> All right. Anyway, if you want to learn more about me, just Google me, <laughs> or email him, or email me at you know J A C K H A B as in boy G G E R. <laughs> Listen, J
1: A C K, H A B E G G E R at G M A I L dot C O M.
0: Enter, select. All right, we we got to take a break. Yes. And when we come back, we are going to be talking about yes. an episode of the Muppet Show. Yes. Roger Very Miller special guest. Yeah, if Roger you, uh, Miller.
1: If you're on there on that Google during this break, if you're not familiar with Roger Miller, go ahead and Google him, but not too much. Because we have a
0: game. (laughs) We'll be right back. You know what I don't understand, Jack? What? Is why they don't make bulletproof pants. Yeah. You ever think about that? Yeah. They only make bulletproof vests. That's true. I mean, if I was wearing a bulletproof vest and I got shot in the leg, hey, I'd be pretty pissed. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you? Yes. But I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Isaac. Bulletproof vest protects all your vital organs. But I got one pretty vital organ that a pair of bulletproof pants would protect. My penis. Welcome back to Muppet Up.
1: (laughs) So today we're talking about um, Roger Miller's appearance on The Muppet Show from season three. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Roger Miller. Yeah. One of my favorite artists
0: of all time.
1: Tell... The
0: audience about mm-hmm. Roger Miller, please. Roger Miller.
1: Not to be confused with Roger Miller, singer and guitarist of Mission of Burma. <laughs> uh, Roger Miller is a country singer who is probably best known for being the voice of the yeah. singing rooster in Robin Hood. Yeah. Who sings
0: uh, songs like Not
1: Nottingham and Robin Hood and Little John are Robin through the forest. Right. You know, all that stuff. He's That's an him.
0: interesting star to me because yes. he... There's no one kind of like him. No. He's very funny and
1: silly. Yes. He writes novelty songs as well as serious songs. Yeah. And his musical style is definitely um, not one that you hear every day. He uh, is primarily associated with country music. He's a country music star. Uh, But he often scats and uses vocalese and uh, sort of has a jazzy approach to things.
0: He did King Um, of the Road. King of the Road is probably his biggest hit. And then... um... He did it, I can't think of the name. Uh, of what? Of the, his other hit song, uh, Buffalo. Oh, you
1: can't really skate a Buffalo Road? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a big, big hit. One. Yeah. um, And I love him. And I listen to him constantly as a kid. And I listen to him constantly as an adult.
0: Yeah, we were talking about how we wanted to do the top 10 mm-hmm. song list. So we thought, well, maybe we'll do a musical uh, Muppet Show episode yes. to tie it all together. And Jack said, let's do Roger Miller. Yes. Great choice. Thank you. Uh, this episode uh, follows the storyline yeah. that all of the Muppets are getting a curious case of cluckitis. Cluckitis. Yeah. That's what it
1: was called? And they were spontaneously transformed into chickens. Through sneezing. Yeah. But everyone except mm-hmm. for Gonzo. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's peculiar? I think maybe Gonzo had some magic beans, or maybe a couple wishes for a, from a genie, or something.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> he definitely made a lot of jokes about how he w- uh, was excited. That he was sexually was excited by everyone turning <laughs> into a chicken. Yeah, kermit, he kermit. wanted he wanted yeah, to he f- Kermit. kermit
1: literally sexy. <laughs> uh, he loves chickens. He thinks they're very beautiful animals, and he was pleased as punch that everyone was turning into
0: one. I was so so on the fact that everyone was turning into a chicken, but.
1: It was a bit that they were committed to, <laughs> and I applaud
0: them for their commitment. You know what I like the most? What? That they made a bunch of chicken puppets that sort of looked like the other muppets. Yes,
1: I liked that, too. I liked Swedish Chef Chicken <laughs> a lot.
0: Scooter Chicken had Scooter's p- glasses. I loved that. Kermit Chicken had Kermit's eyes and neck piece. Mm-hmm. Um, Miss Piggy Chicken wa- uh, I had, the eyes, had the eyes, had yeah, the the eyeshadow. I, could, I couldn't
1: tell. And I think maybe Pearl's?
0: Maybe she had pearls.
1: Maybe. Well, that was kind that of might, a f- might have been courtesy of Gonzo. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> <A-o. laughs> so if you're um if you're new to uh Roger Miller, this is an interesting place to start because the first two numbers he does are
0: not his hits. No, songs that I had never heard.
1: Um songs I have only heard in this I've seen this episode before. Have you? I have not seen. This I, I had I had seen it before because I'm, I'm as I said a big Roger. You're a Miller Roger fan. Miller completist. Um and yeah yeah I don't know of those songs outside of this. Um, they're still very distinctly Roger Miller with his scatting and stuff. Absolutely. But um, they're honestly like a little reserved for a Muppet Show appearance.
0: Yeah, let's just let's run through the first few sketches. I think. Okay. So the first cold open that happens is mm-hmm. Roger Miller getting ready for the show. As it always is. And Kermit or someone, maybe Scooter. Scooter? Yeah, Scooter's like, hey. He's the stage manager. Ten, you're right. Ten minutes to curtain, Mr. Miller. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, when's uh, the show going to start jumping? And, and then, then everything in the room starts jumping room up and down. Jumping up and down. Yeah, I thought that was a funny way. Classic
1: Muppet show gag.
0: Absolutely. Then, of course, theme song and Sattler and Waldorf do their thing.
1: And then there's a sketch
0: Yes. That I didn't get. It was the penguins one.
1: It was not well thought out. It was not well choreographed. It was it not was great. Not good. No. It
0: was all these penguins singing a they Pilgrim
1: song. They were pilgrims song, and they were singing about They were about, on the Mayflower. Yeah, it was the song about it's going to Alabama. What's that song called? Alabama
0: Bound. Yeah.
1: Um and they were doing like synchronized dances it, but they were sucked. not particularly synchronized. Yeah. It was challenging. But what I did like about it was at the end when they all threw their Muppets overboard because it was I on, the, it like was on the Mayflower. And it, they were clearly just launching their Muppets. their penguins real yeah. hard. So I liked that. There but was like
0: a Plymouth rock joke.
1: I li- did like that.
0: I, is there a Plymouth car? Yeah. I didn't catch yeah. that. Yeah, Plymouth
1: is a brand of... Was yeah, a, was so it a, was like a car on a man- And then there was
0: like the Ford rock. And, and Chevrolet
1: rock. That was funny. It was okay. It was okay.
0: That was fine. Then, of course, we get the whole bit about cluckitis. Yes. And Gonzo is excited. His he's interest excited. is peaked. His what? His interest is peaked. Yes, absolutely. And he's like trying to hit on this. P- oh, the penguin turns into a chicken. Yeah. And so he's like, hey, are you new around here? Yeah. And then he's very excited by the chicken. Off.
1: He's clearly not in a monogamous relationship at this stage <laughs> with Camilla.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, he's sort of a playboy. Do you think they ever kind of had that conversation?
1: I think it probably happened somewhere between what's the uh, Christmas Carol and oh, okay. and it's sort of around there between that and and um, Muppets from Space I'm, and, and I'm Treasure I'm kind of Island. thinking
0: it did happen post-Christmas Carol when he started to become a bigger star. Yeah, And maybe it was easier for him to be going around and exploring different relationships mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. maybe not being the most faithful mm-hmm. um, partner. And so they probably sat down, and Camilla expressed that she she needed
1: some stability. She
0: needed that stability, mm-hmm. and she wanted to have a family. And
1: she didn't want to just be a cluck buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. I think. Exactly. <laughs> I think it happened somewhere around mm-hmm. around that. So probably. Do you thinking time,
1: around that was when they started to flock together?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, so then after um, the cluckitis bit uh-huh. is when the first Roger Miller number happens, and I, I think there could have been more Roger Miller. That's in this the episode. was that the
1: Django Unchained themed one?
0: That was the the with the watermelons? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Where he's dressed, he he doesn't need, he he's, is he's dressed like he's uh, dressed like waltz. Uh, Just Christoph Waltz, Le, Christoph waltz yeah. from like exactly with the right. Gloves and yeah, like he looks a lot exactly like Django right. Unchained.
1: You're right. Yeah, so um, he he does troubling s- comparisons there.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Through some Serious well, Christoph Waltz is a good character in the in the movie. I haven't seen it. <laughs> really? Yeah. He like helps Django Oh, really? Yeah. I he's like he his buddy. A bad, I thought he's a bad guy. No, he's a, he's like well, he's a, German. He's a bat. He's a bat. Yeah, he's German. So he's a dentist. He's like an on the road dentist. Maybe
1: I should watch it. You
0: should watch it. Leonardo
1: DiCaprio's a bad guy.
0: Yeah, but Christoph Waltz is the I bad guy. I always get
1: Leonardo think. DiCaprio and Christoph Waltz confused. In like really? every movie. Really? Yeah, well, you know like is it Leonardo DiCaprio or Christoph Waltz is the bad guy in The Green Hornet?
0: I've not it's seen. It's Leo, right? I've not seen The Green Hornet, I'm sure it's Christoph. But <laughs> Christoph Waltz is in Titanic and uh, he's great in that.
1: Yeah, but he lives.
0: Yeah, he's the other one. Yeah. Anyway, he does a song, and there is also another sketch after this that Mm. I did like. I don't want to know what you thought of this. The Fozzie Bear one. Um, Oh, great. Where it's called Bear on Patrol. Yeah, Bear on
1: Patrol (laughs) is a classic bit.
0: It was really good. Yeah, it's good. It was where Fozzie Bear brings in a guy Mm -hmm. to... to A pig. A pig (laughs) to the police station. Who's also a pig, the the police guy there. And uh, he says, this guy assaulted an officer. Mm -hmm. You lock him up. And then the guy keeps asking what happened. And he said, well, I punched him in the jaw. And then he punches Fozzie in the jaw. And then Fozzie gets beaten up all over again. (laughs) He gets the s*** kicked out of him. And uh, it's hilarious. It goes on the perfect amount of time. And at the end, what happens? He sneezes and becomes a chicken. He sneezes and becomes a chicken. My favorite chicken transformation was Robin when he turned into a baby chick.
1: Now, that was adorable.
0: That was so cute.
1: He turned into a little, fluffy, golden baby chicken. Yeah. And,
0: And... He's he's stands out of the crowd of all of the chickens because mm-hmm. he's his daddy little baby. Delightful. And you see him later in a, another Roger Miller song. Yes, he's in the corner and it's adorable. I just I love Robin.
1: Uh now if we we can talk about that that uh, particular number that uh, the the big closing number for uh, Roger Miller. He does a medley of his greatest hits. So if you were wondering why there were several numbers of uh, of album tracks of B sides, yeah, like what's he going? Why are these deep tracks happening? Then we get a lovely medley of uh, "There's Dang Me," "There's Can't Roller Skate in the Buffalo Herd," "My Uncle
0: Used to Love Me But She Died." I love that song. And you had a do wacka do. <laughs> that's dang me. It says no, it isn't. No, it no that's isn't. do wacka Yeah, it's called do wacka Yeah, yeah those had are different songs. Do song. wacka Yeah,
1: they're both. Uh, they're both uh, songs about. Uh, one's about not liking yourself, and one's about not liking others.
0: Oh wow! <laughs> it's really. But beautiful. which one do you like better? Oh,
1: Yourself those songs are both so good. Oh, I thought because when they started to do Dang Me, I was like, I wonder because it says you ought to take a rope and hang me high yeah. from the highest tree. I was like, I wonder if they'll include that. Mm-hmm. But um, they switched it up. Interesting. interesting My favorite way around it.
0: Yes. Roger Miller performance, though, mm-hmm. was Hat. Hat was nice. I loved it. It was good. It was kind of ruined by the chickens. Yes, because they and kept that was the whole bit. They kept sneezing and turning into turning chickens. into chickens. Yeah, but I thought the song was really fun. Yes, and lovely
1: uh, uses of uh, background Muppets in that one.
0: Absolutely, and then he gets to talk to them, and yeah, Jack.
1: And in that final uh, medley, we do see T R, the TR uh, chicken the from Muppet Musicians of Bremen. He's a background character playing, I believe, the banjo, maybe guitar.
0: Um, in the in this, yeah. I don't remember. He's playing an instrument. But he was a musician in Muppet Musicians of Brennan. True. He was great character. Muppet musician. And a funny looking chicken. Lovely to see him. Overall, I think this is a really solid episode. Yes. I I think they maybe go a little too far with this cluckitis thing.
1: Yes, but every episode has to have a conceit. So I understand it.
0: And there were not every sketch was great, not every sketch Mm. was perfect. But a few laughs. Or yes. had by each of us. Yes. And when you have a great musical guest, yes. the episode can be whatever it is because that's true. It will be unless it's
1: Alice. the Alice Cooper episode, in which case it's not good.
0: Yeah, we'll do that one day because we watched it years ago and huh. it has stuck with me as a it's as not a, pile a great, of shit. It's not a great episode, no. Game. Oh my God. I can't believe I forgot, Jack. Game. We it's have a game. Game time. It's game time. We talked about the episode, but now it's time to find out a little bit more about Roger Miller himself. Now uh, you know this game. You love it. It's two eyes
1: and a nose. Yeah. We've taken a couple of uh, episodes off from this, but uh, this is its triumphant return. You know how it works. There's two of these things are true. And yes. There's two of these, then there's one of these things that is a nose. Yeah. A it's lie. A lie. And uh, it's up to Isaac here to uh, figure yes. out which is which. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Two eyes and a nose. All right. Number one. Two eyes and a nose. He won eleven Grammys. In two years, 1964
0: and 1965. 11. Okay, that's
1: a lot. He dedicated his Dick Cavett show performance of Dang Me to President Nixon in protest of his ban on cigarette ads on TV. He was subsequently questioned by the Secret Service. Of the incident, Miller said, quote, The Secret Service has no sense of humor, no sense of smell either. I had beans for lunch. <laughs> and number three, he replaced John Goodman as Huck Finn's dad on Broadway because Whoa. John Goodman left for Hollywood.
0: Whoa. Okay, so I'm gonna say the first one's true.
1: Eleven Grammys in two years. That's 1964. Ver- yeah.
0: Yeah. In 1965. It's very impressive. I'm gonna say that that's very true. impressive. Um I believe the record for most Grammys nominated in a year, mm-hmm. is 11. Um,
1: well, it took him two, but still yeah. impressive.
0: Well, nominated. I don't yeah. think anyone's even won 11 in a year. But I, I, I Roger Miller is talented enough that I choose mm-hmm. to believe okay. that, yes, that happened. All right. Number two was yes. what?
1: His Dick Cavett show appearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he said that this song was dedicated to yeah. Nixon and then says things like, ought to take a rope and hang me.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that that's true as well. What I know about John Goodman's career is I do believe that he was, I'm not sure if he was a theater actor. I think he was a theater actor, but I know his first role Mm -hmm. was in True Stories, the David Byrne film. Um, And so he's, you know, he's getting up and going to Hollywood. But I'm going to say that that one is untrue because I believe the other two should be very true. This one seems like the one that stands out, the one that could be made up. And I'm going to say that that is the nose. Isaac,
1: I've been doing this game for a long time. Yeah. And I've been undefeated for quite some time. Yeah. My streak continues today. You are wrong. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, the Dick Cavett thing is not true. Yeah. I made that up.
0: Uh, Not true at all. The story to me was a little unclear.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, this but is what happened. Yeah. God
1: he goes it. on Dick Cavett. He says, this song is dedicated to President Nixon. And he says, dang me, they ought to take a rope and hang me high from the highest tree. Yeah. And afterwards, got a knock on the door. It was the Secret Service. Oh, my God. They come in, and they question him. They say, you can't make threats like that on national television, okay. on late night TV. And then later, he's interviewed about it. They said, I heard you were questioned by the FBI. Yeah. Roger, what was going on with that? And he said, and I quote, the Secret Service has no sense of humor. Well, you No sense of smell either. Happen. I had beans for lunch. That's what happened. You made that quota. I made it all up. That's not true. What is true is that he wrote a a song for the Broadway rendition of The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Oh. And at some point during its run on Broadway, Roger or uh, Roger Good, uh, Roger uh, uh, Miller gets a call and he says, and they hear Roger. Our, our star the star of this this production pap <laughs> Roger or Al Huckle, Finn's Fin's, dad <laughs> John Goodman yeah is moving to Hollywood to go be in this crackpot picture called true stories yeah. we need so- you to come in they no, don't say that okay but uh and then he did it for three months he was pap
0: wow <laughs> on Broadway on Broadway I bet he was great in that um
1: well God I'm proud of myself.
0: Yeah. Um, Always in hindsight, I'm like, of course it was that one.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing.
0: I dazzle you. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You dazzle me yet again.
1: 11 Grammys in two years yeah. is cool.
0: It's amazing.
1: Well done, bro.
0: Yeah. I, I hope I'm impressed to be by there that. one year.
1: Uh, okay. Well, thank you for playing another game of two eyes and a nose. Unfortunately, that is probably your 18th loss in a row. <laughs> But it uh, doesn't get any less fun for me to do it.
0: <laughs> I'm going to get you next time, buddy. All right. I'll I look forward you.
1: to it. I look forward to it.
0: Well, is it time for us to give Sweetums to the episode that we watched? I believe that it is. Do you want to go first? No. Good. Because <laughs> I was going to say, right after I said that, I was like, wait. You went first last time. I don't need to go first. Uh, this is a great episode yes. with great music yes. and a great guest. Yes. And funny sketches. Yes. I enjoyed the majority of this, yes. although a few moments did fall flat. Sure. All in all, I'm giving this episode about a three point seven five. All right. It was a little less than the last episode that we saw. All right. So I think I gave like a four point five. I mean, that was a great episode. It was the first one? It wasn't like that. It belongs in the threes. Um, if this was a guest that was less talented, this yeah. would be a bad episode, probably. Be a worse episode. A sure. worse episode. Yeah. Yes.
1: The uh, is important. I'm giving it a solid four. Four out of five sweetums. There you go. I love Roger Miller. I think he does a good job. I think he could have done an even better job. Yeah. But hey, everyone has room for improvement. Uh,
0: And I think the job that that he did do was delightful. More to do. Yeah. He could have shined even even brighter. I think
1: that's true. But uh, lovely job. Great skits. I love watching the Muppet Show. It's great to be back. I love Muppet Up. Four out of five sweetums.
0: And I'll give Muppet Up five out of five sweetums.
1: It Up five out of five sweetums. Best podcast
0: ever. Give this episode five. Five.
1: <laughs> out of five sweetums. <laughs> out of five sweetums. What did I say? Five. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's another
0: episode of Muppet Up. Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. And see you next time. We will see you next time. I'm Isaac Beach.
1: I'm Jack Habegger. And hey, don't get diarrhea out there. <laughs> But, keep moving right along. (laughs) Keep moving right along. Moving right along in
0: search of good times and good news. With good friends you can't lose. This could become a habit. once let's reach out and grab it together we'll nab it we'll hitchhike bus or yellow cabin cabin